the TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink! The TNT Shop has it all at TNTradio.live. You're with Hervoye Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. TNT is an independent global news talk station that does what others only say they do. TNT is a live radio and TV broadcaster that simply tells the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one in the world does what we do, crisscrossing the globe, providing credible news and opinion all day and all night. In two and a half years, TNT has become a credible and exciting platform with brilliant hosts and staff. It's a critical time, and we must continue to call out the misinformation and propaganda from mainstream media and their powerful sponsors. We're now appealing to our many friends and supporters around the world to go to tntradio.live and make a small donation to TNT while we seek the right investors to continue our important mission. So please do help us out there. Whatever you can afford, um, purchase some TNT merch as well, share our stuff. And it's um, the last day of the Anarcopulco conference here in Acapulco, Mexico. Things are slowly wrapping up. I've got uh, great guests the next two hours, first hour with us will be, I'm talking to a president, the president of Lieberland will, will be with us. Uh, and second hour, we should be ha having um, a financial analyst from Canada, Peter Hahn, uh, joining us. So that's the lineup for this Friday. And the news, of course, everyone's talking about Alexei Navalny um, being pronounced dead, Russia's opposition leader. Although, funnily enough, most Russians, I don't think, really were very aware of him. But he's, uh, he's the U.S., the Washington, Brussels, London-sponsored uh, uh, Russian opposition leader and the prison service out there in Russia has uh, declared that he's dead. Um, he apparently lost consciousness at the penal colony north of the Arctic Circle, where he was serving a long jail term. Um, the Kremlin has commented, uh, the Peskov, the press secretary, uh, warned Western leaders against making rabid statements. But of course, our Western leaders no one's talking about Julian Assange, Gonzalo Lira, who I interviewed about half uh, a year and a half ago, who who passed uh, Ukraine in Ukraine, um, uh, Chilean American uh, uh, Stella Assange has come out and said that Julian Assange will die if extradited to the U.S. Uh, she warns, and so yeah, I, I've got no opinion. If it was the collective Kremlin, or if if um, Navalny just slipped and fell. I don't know, but honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm more as a U.S. and European citizen, I'm more concerned about my governments and how they treat uh, some of my fellow citizens like Julian Assange, like uh, Alina Lip, uh, Graham Phillips, Gonzalo Lira. So let the Russians deal with the Russians. Uh, we've also got this um, tweet from Karl Lauterbach. The, is he the health minister? Um, can I call him? I don't want to end up like CJ Hopkins. <laughs> but uh, basically, he tweets out, meeting WHO Dr. Ted Rose at the Munich Security Conference. We're working on an international pandemic treaty that would better control future pandemics. Message to swearers and conspiracy mongers. 
the con the contract does not transfer any German rights to the WHO. My response again to Tedros the terrorist and and Carl um, is quote We know they're lying. They know they're lying. They know we know they are lying. We know they know we know they are lying. But they're still lying. Uh, and a lot of suspicious, um, what I might classify as COVID deaths, people passing uh, at very young ages, Snoop Dogg's brother dead at 44, just weeks after rapper's daughter suffered stroke at 24. I just got a message from my family back home that a family friend's daughter, teenage daughter in her teens or 20s just passed. Um, Seriously, what, what is going on? Six-time Olympic champion Sir Chris Oy, 47, has been diagnosed with uh, cancer. This is just from today. Uh, Barrett O'Neill shared an interesting um, tweet where his, his uh, wife and child were in a car crash, and they survived because they had a big car. But we, we glossed over the fact, he says, my wife was driving my son to school, and an oncoming delivery truck crossed the center lane and hit her head. Uh, hit her head on the driver had a seizure so what caused that seizure uh again elon musk has tweeted out the public still doesn't understand even a tiny fraction of the power of the censorship government industrial complex as predicted my companies and i came under relentless attack the moment the censorship of this platform was lifted how far will they go to stop me tucker carlson just did an interview with mike benz of the freedom um, foundation, which also touches on those matters. Um, and uh, Canada is now a story from a day or two ago. CBC says, imagine a furnace that heats the whole neighborhood, not just your home. District heating and cooling networks are getting to be a hot climate-friendly trend. So that, that kind of sounds pretty, pretty kind of Soviet communist-style stuff that they're doing out there in China um, and some cyber polygon like news, Japan and five Pacific Islands uh, countries plan cyber defense drills, which will begin in two days. So Japan will conduct cyber defense drills with five island nations in the Pacific uh, as submarine cables crisscrossing the region are connected to Japan. Tokyo helps to enhance cybersecurity in that area. Uh, the drills are scheduled February 18th to the 20th sixth uh, and again this is interesting because we've been warned for years now that some cyber event is going to happen by 2025 uh and now we see countries around the world wargaming preparing for such an event so let's keep that uh always in the back of our mind uh quick reminder for a complete list of shows and our schedule offered on tnt radio just hop on over to the website, tntradio.live. We serve up the latest live news and current affairs presented by a host of credible and incredible expert commentators who can separate fact from fiction, truth from propaganda, keeping you in the loop on today's News Talk TNT. It's the stuff. It's that division people are talking about. And that cluelessness that they want to push. Today's News Talk Radio TNT. According to NBC News, the U.S. recently carried out a cyber attack against an Iranian military ship that had allegedly been collecting intelligence on cargo vessels in the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden 
here with the story. Joining us now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Savory. You know what they say, yeah, the best defense is a good offense, right? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, who's cyber attacking who here? Oh, that's right. The United States is carrying out cyber attacks now. And we're just loud and proud about it, of course. Uh, the operation was supposedly a part of a response by the administration of U.S. President Joe Biden. Not Joe Biden specifically, because, you know, I'm not sure the guy's all there. Uh, this was following a drone attack on a U.S. base in Jordan in late January, in which three American troops were killed and 40 others wounded. At least that's how NBC presented the story on Thursday. The retaliation by Washington also included airstrikes in Iraq and Syria against what it said were Iran-backed militias. One of the sources, because uh, they were not necessarily named, uh, they identified the hacked Iranian warship as MV Bashad, um, B-E-H-S-H-A-D, in case I'm pronouncing it wrong. According to the Marine Traffic website, the vessel has been operating off of Djibouti's coast in the Horn of Africa since January. The cyber attack was aimed at degrading the ability of M.V. Bashad to gather information about the movement of ships in the Red Sea and provide it to Houthi fighters in Yemen. At least that's what the official said. Since mid-October, the Houthis have launched multiple drones and missiles targeting Israeli-bound vessels in the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden, which disrupted traffic along one of the world's key shipping routes. Sure, it's not a big deal. Uh, the group said it was acting in support of Palestinians and will continue attacks on Israel Israel until Israel stops its military operation in Gaza. The Houthis continue to target ships in the area despite the U.S. and U.K. airstrikes against their facilities, which began last month. In his interview with NBC last week, Iran's envoy to the U.N., Amir Saeed Erevani, denied claims that M.V. Bashad had been collecting intelligence for the Houthis. He insisted the ship was deployed to the Red Sea, quote, to combat the piracy activities, end quote. When asked whether Tehran, Tehran had been providing arms to the Houthis, Iravani replied by saying, quote, not at all, end quote. Uh, furthermore, he said that the Yemeni fighters, quote, have their own weapons, end quote, and themselves decided how to use them. He added, quote, we are not directing them. We are not commanding them. We have a common consultation with each other, end quote. The U.S. officials who spoke to NBC said that the American strikes in Iraq and Syria had failed to deter Iran, claiming that the country continues to provide arms and intelligence to its quote-unquote proxies in the region. So, Harvori, we pointed at the ship and said, hey, we think you might be a spy-gathering ship, so we're going to hack you. Uh, what do you think about this story? Well, it's just a part of um, where we are and where we're headed when it comes to the type of warfare um, that we're now in. A lot of non-kinetic stuff, information warfare, psychological warfare. I think we're going to be seeing um, more and more of these type of uh, events. You know, countries like Russia have strong electronic warfare capabilities. The U.S. now you know, carrying out this form of maneuver, as I just mentioned before you joined me, uh, Japan, and it's 
neighbors are preparing cyber uh, in two days they're going to be rolling out uh, a week-long cyber defense drill and and simulation as i mentioned earlier this week let's not forget you know in 2021 it was reported that um israel and, and i think 10 other countries were wargaming um you know cyber-like events and so this is increasingly becoming uh important when it you know whether it's just nations trying to get at other nations or whether these types of um um events would be precursors to some sort of more escalatory uh military measure um and yeah it's 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 dangerous there's no telling at, at what point what side might just say look we've had enough and they they launch uh tactical mini nukes icbms i don't know but um what do you um your thoughts on the nature of uh this type of war that's going on it's it's a very convenient one um the vi when the virus pandemic thing came around it kind of reminded me of this stuff because this is a perfect setup to have a war against an unseen invisible enemy which is very convenient for the powers that be uh i guess i don't have to go much further than that you can put two and two together here uh but yeah i mean it's real easy for them if they wanted to enact a false flag they could turn off anything they could they could cyber ha attack the own their own country and then say it was somebody else and how on earth would we know we wouldn't also we have absolutely zero proof that they actually did what they're saying they did here so this could be a lot of this like uh projection towards the enemy to try to scare them off and make them think that we we're doing things and or are capable of doing things that we may or may not be but you know i'm sure we're capable of hacking um iranian warships don't get me wrong but i'm not saying that there's any evidence to suggest that really happened you know all things considered yeah th those are great points and if we look back with all of these international boogeymen that they create for us whether it's the weather right um we don't really see that co2 uh do we or the international terrorists and boogeyman like the bin ladens or international biological viruses and in this case computer uh viruses which you know we, we can't verify this stuff we have to take the state department at its word and they never tell a lie right they always <laughs> tell things uh as they are and so you know, next week we can be reading about not just Iranian ships or some other uh, sort of ship that get, gets caught up in, in this sort of um, event. Any any final uh, thought for us on this? Well, the next time, the, the next thing that will will hack or cyber attack will be something from space, and I'm sure it was you know related to Putin. Yeah, that's that other domain we must uh, keep an eye on. And you know, we've had guests on the program. I've I've talked to Stephen Starr. We've talked about EMPs um and that sort of stuff and who you know we have to you know I I I think uh America's adversaries would easily be be prepared to deploy those types of um weapons so all right Mr Ruckus um we'll catch up in a bit we've got the president of Liberland joining us right after this TNT's Steve Malzberg if a president could be prosecuted for things he did which he believed and was advised by his lawyers what, what was was the duty of the president to do and then after the fact after he's president he could be prosecuted the example has come up today many times well when joe biden leaves office he could be prosecuted for not securing the border
Barack Obama um, okayed drone strikes against American citizens overseas, he could be prosecuted for murder. I mean, this opens up a whole can of worms. Um, Pandora's box, I think, is the term that, uh, that Trump used. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk TNT. Affordable housing, we can build that. Sustainable housing, we can build that. At MIT Modular, we understand the importance of housing for all and the importance of design, cost, and functionality. Our goal is to meet the needs of our growing population by converting shipping containers to livable units. If you're like-minded and in a position to invest in something meaningful and life-changing, we want to hear from you. We are a team of professional architects, engineers, and financial and tax experts dedicated to offering unique solutions that provide a brighter future. Our Opportunity Zone Fund offers investors both real estate and operating business diversification, five-year tax deferral on capital gains, annual tax benefits, and ultimately tax-free appreciation potential. There are Opportunity Zones all over America. If you're interested in learning more about our services, need affordable housing, or want to participate in creating a new vision for tomorrow, give us a call in the U.S. on 385-985-5702 or read more at MITModular.com. MIT Modular. We can build that. <laughs> My baby's back from the West Coast. <laughs> Hear those pictures that you asked for for your school project? First day of school, cute as a button. <laughs> so long ago. Oh, here's Grandma Florence after that flood wiped out the whole neighborhood. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. Ah, those <laughs> beans smell heavenly. Mm -hmm. Give mom a little credit. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. Oh, great idea. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay. Smart. I'm coming to share with you guys. Protect your legacy. Plan for natural disasters today. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan. The human mind is like a computer. No matter how efficient it may be, its reliability is only as great as the information fed into it. That's a campaign promise. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. We mandate that the truth be told. You're hearing it. TNT. All right. Uh, we are talking. I've got a president uh, with me here. This is the president of Liberland. Uh, he's a visionary entrepreneur, holds degrees from the University of Economics, Prague, and the CEVRO Institute. He's uh, done interviews all over the place from new york times and fox business network uh, and beyond he's a sought after speaker he's presented at pr prominent conferences like uh oasis global meeting tedx saint gallen symposium uh and his mission is to create a flourishing prosperous nation for its citizens liberland.org welcome to tnt vid oh, great to be with you Hervoya. amazing pleasure yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun, and you know, it's the last day of Anarchapulco. Is this your first time here, and how have you been enjoying not, the event? Not really. I've been one of the frequent attendees here, and Anarchapulco is one of those places uh, which brings us a lot of new people to Liberland, which is great. Uh, and it was a, of course, great event. Like every year, uh, we've got always great gathering of people. So you manage not to get shot or kidnapped. Well, 
depending where you are asking in Mexico, I never had any any security problem here. In the, despite the fact that when COVID started, we actually traveled with the whole family all the way down. We did a road trip all the way to Panama. That was a lot of fun, but there was everybody told us it's going to be very scary and you will see crazy stuff. But no, we had a very nice road trip and then just to fly, flew back from Panama after driving, I think, 2000 kilometers or something like that. There you have it. Sometimes my superiors at TNT are worried about me, but what we're doing okay here in Mexico. Um, and tell us about Libreland. So this is a fascinating project. Uh, I'm sure there are people that um, don't know about it and it's it's basically like a a new country what's going on with liberland yeah liberland is a startup country we want to build the country for the future we believe there was very little innovation done in terms of country management actually we're still running you know most of the world is running on on very old ideas i would say the the big change was the american revolution and uh, the declaration of independence that was really something that changed the way people looked at the governance but meanwhile there was very little work done on upgrading the nation state governance and, and liberland's mission is to bring the best out of existing world constitution and build it into a first decentralized autonomous government basically using the latest blockchain technologies to assure full transparency and full immutability of what government government is doing and i think this is a great opportunity to get things right and I, I'm just, you know, curious, I'm sure listeners have the same question, like that, that piece of territory, you know, how, how did it happen where you were able to get this territory that nobody claimed and now it's Liberland? But the cool part is that still a part of Liberland, nobody else cl is claiming this territory. We actually don't have any territorial dispute uh, with anybody. We have a, a bit of a nervous neighbor, Croatia, but I hope we will be able to solve, sort out all their, or their, um, I would say, uh, obstacles for a good relations with them as well. So uh, we've got a, a nice compliment uh, from Serbia. They stated they don't mind creation of Liberland on this territory when we started only 11 days in 2015. They said right after that we are free to build a country there, despite the fact that they were actually the last known owner. So in, in technically that was a great, great gift. And uh, for eight years, it was difficult to access Liberland. And last summer, we finally managed to settle Liberland and people are living there since. And despite different difficulties like tough winter, flooding and creations that are coming to, oh, let's say diplomatically, they're taking our stuff uh, without any paperwork. Um, despite all of these things, people in Liberland are living. It's a great adventure. Uh, it's a great opportunity also now to, to help the first round of settlement. Uh, while the cryptocurrency of Liberland is going live on exchanges and the big projects for construction are, are on the table. What's the name of the cryptocurrency? Now we've got Liberland Dollar and Liberland Merit. Liberland Merit is there more for the governance of the country. It's like a, a, literally like a share of the country. And uh, Liberland Dollar is more of a currency. And it's a very nice ecosystem in which we managed to build in everything that a country needs. So there is a system of courts. There is a Congress, Senate, everything on one blockchain platform, system of register for properties. Uh, and basically, again, like the whole state infrastructure on one single blockchain platform. And that was the idea from beginning. Let's just build like a, a super product for governance of nation states let's run it let's show that it actually works that there are people that want to see that happen we've got 700,000 people that applied for citizenship so it's a fairly big nation by now and maybe we sell it to a couple other countries after how many people you know how big is the space and how many people could potentially 
fit comfortably to live in, in, in Lieberland. It's seven square kilometers, so three and a half square miles. That means uh, it's three times bigger than Monaco, which is quite exciting. You know, like there are smaller countries than Liberland, but it's also reasonable territory. We are planning a, in early March. We're planning a marathon and just two rounds around Liberland. So it's uh, it's a fairly nice territory on the Danube River with beautiful sandy beach that is heart-shaped. Uh, you know, who's got a heart-shaped country? <laughs> And, and about Croatia, you know, some people may forget my name Hrvoje actually means Croat or Croatian. And I guess I learned that the principal access point to Liberland is now through northern um, Croatia near to Osijek, uh, I think. And so if people want to visit Liberland, how do they do that? Well, uh, there is a great 20 euro flight from uh, from London to Osijek, actually, which goes two times a week. But it's a great opportunity to get there almost for zero money. And it's right there, like it's 40 minutes uh, drive or just fly to Budapest. That's a two and a half hour drive. But then there are also for cheap flights from all over. All, all, of course, Belgrade is also another option. So three, two big uh, airports and one that is right there. But there are only a couple flights going there from London every week. And can you enter from Serbia or Budapest? Well, we enter also from Hungary. We go by boat because Danube is international waterway. And that was actually the way we finally opened our borders with with a bunch of people on the boats coming from uh, Hungary when we couldn't get there from uh, Croatia. And we also actually enter from Serbia. Uh, it's a little bit more challenging, a little bit more difficult. The Croatian border police doesn't like it. But so far, we didn't have any problems in Serbia. So that's kind of useful. And I did hear that the Croatian border police gave you uh, a hard time. Um, are they now treating you better? Well, very recently they just took uh, one more boat uh, without any reason. So I'm, I, I cannot really judge them. But but it's all part of the process where you know they there is, I would say, some tension that needs to be relaxed on their side. And uh, you know we are not the ones that are doing the mess. Uh, they are they are literally taking things that don't belong to them on the territory that they don't claim. And I think there is a great opportunity. I'm kind of saying that the emperor is naked. You know, you, I always like to refer to Frederick Bastiat book, The Law. And uh, the, the whole book starts with the law has twisted. Instead of protecting people's property, it starts to steal from them, right? And we've got all these countries that take 50, 60% of what people create. But in Liberland, Croatia is coming to take whatever whatever they can take physically as well. And they don't ask any questions. They tell you it's trash, no matter if it's Starlink or... or but we will solve the, the situation. It's it's just a challenging, uh, I would say, situation right now that we have. And the, the inflow of new citizens and new ideas how to protect ourselves uh, is great. And uh, right now we're actually starting to build again on the Liberty Island, which is out of reach of creation forestry guys, which gives us an additional layer of protection. So it's going to be a challenge, of course, diplomatically. We seek more recognition, more international support. We need more people from international institutions and institutions like UN to support us. And we also need more people on the ground. But we are on a great track to make huge impact starting this spring. So it's going to be really nice place to be in every single weekend. There will be major cultural sports happening in, in Liberland. And it's, you know, it doesn't surprise me, the actions of my Croatian uh, government. So we're going to jump real quick to our headlines. We'll be right back. Now, TNT Radio News. Show them how it's done. Let's go. I, I got news for you. News.
For TNT, this is James O'Neill. Donald Trump faces significant financial and operational repercussions in New York after a judge ordered him to pay over $350 million in limited business activities in the state. Two teenagers have been charged in connection with the deadly shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Victory Parade, which resulted in one death and 22 injuries. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby reported intense fighting around Avdivka, a strategic location near Donetsk used by Ukrainian forces as a staging ground since 2014. Why not give TNT Radio a follow? We're on all major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time right here on today's News Talk. TNT Radio. TNT Radio. All right, we are talking to Vit Jedlička, the president of Lieberland, Lieberland.org. They are looking for new settlers and citizens and uh you know we're here it's our last day at anarchapulco in uh, acapulco mexico and uh, you know what, what you were saying it's 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 fascinating that in the 21st century it's kind of like age of empires again you know we've got all this stuff going on with russia on uh, and donetsk donbass and and territories and irredentism right um azerbaijan taking back nagorno karabakh borders being redrawn and who would think in the, tw- in the 21st century you know what you were saying earlier these are the birth pangs of Liberland that yet a, a new country is still um, trying to be created in the 21st century no well yes and it makes sense I mean you really need to start sometimes from scratch instead of trying to fix a broken system and the, the, the nation states in which we are living are broken you know they are incredibly bureaucratic uh, they raise taxes and then they waste the money or, or lose them. Uh, it's a huge uh, inefficiency that is destroying prosperity on this planet. So when I was thinking what to do in my life, I was thinking this is actually the most useful thing. You know, really some of that prosperity that is that has been destroyed by those, uh, let's call it stupid governments in many cases. So that's my life mission. And uh, this is a great place to push the ideas of freedom here in Anarcopulco in Mexico. And what about citizenship? Let's say someone out there now says, well, hey, maybe I want a, a second citizenship uh, or or maybe I'm tired of my country and I want to go try living in, in Liberland. Uh, what's the process? How, how do they sort of um, get onboarded and, and apply for we've got citizenship. Two days, we've got a new website. It, everything is easier. It's actually like, it actually takes five to 10 minutes to fill in the forms. Uh, they, we, we try to collect minimum amount of data yet we check if the people actually uh, agree with our founding ideas. That means that the state shouldn't collect obligatory taxes that people are able to crowdfund. Uh, for what they need. And we also check that they don't have a criminal background. So I would say we are also the cleanest nation on the planet because nobody could become citizen if he had some major problem with the legal system in their country previously. But of course, we, we always look case by case. So that's a very easy process and you can become e-resident in one step. Uh, that's not very expensive, actually quite cheap to become to get your ID card in Liberland. Uh, and that gives you access to Liberland, but also gives you ability to claim your citizenship with now seven days stay. So if you help for seven days, you also get a citizenship. But then you can also decide to contribute more to the country and you don't even have to come. You basically acquire the basic package uh, from Liberland. You donate $10,000 right now and you get everything, including the passport in your mailbox uh, within two to three weeks. So uh, that's another great way to, to become citizen. 
And and what about the the passport in this moment? Um, I you know I know it's a process, but how does the how does it work with the passport? Well, there are roughly thirty countries that recognize it. They were we successfully used it for traveling, uh, and uh, it's already also recognized by a couple of crypto exchanges, which is useful, and a couple of banking institutions that that do like what we do. Uh, so it's about you know expansion of our network into all of these areas where we can make the passport more and more useful. I'm very grateful that uh, the president of now Argentina, Javier Milei, is historically our supporter he said he's actually general from liberland coming to save argentina which was very nice so i'm i'm going to visit argentina again i hope we will be able to expand our diplomatic relations to completely new level uh, and i'm very grateful that you know that, that the tides are changing also in us we will have more partners in the near future in the in, in the next government of of united states so i'm also very positive about that and those are i would say the two key countries for the diplomatic success of liberland i'm also quite excited i'm actually a big fan of the croatian president we met and, and we had a good good time talking you know i, I share his views on the ukraine war and on the covid and many other ideas where he is kind of outsider in the global politics but but i think it's a great gift that that he became the president of croatia and that we have a i would say a good good relation we met uh, and we had a sh short talk and i believe that that uh, it's great that he's now president of croatia and we will see about the next croatian government we will see the prime minister plenkovic sucks uh <laughs> the mayor of Zagreb sucks, but uh, we got Milanovic. And I was going to ask you about the EU. Uh, you know, what's what's your and myself being also an EU citizen like you. Uh, honestly, you know, I'm not a fan of the EU. It's for me, it's a technocracy. But um, I guess you got to deal with what is there. Um, your thoughts on you know current and maybe future relationships with uh, the EU, and you know, have they given you? Any um, difficulties? Well, EU is not nation state yet. Yeah, we're kind of, as as Barroso said, you know, we're not part of the empire in any shape or form on any map of EU. Liberland is not included uh, actually, so we are outside. We're kind of between the the west and east, right? Serbia is probably not going to join EU anytime soon, so that's a strategic position for us, and we are on international waterway so that's also great because we have basically free access to the rest of the world through the seas by this great danube river uh so so you know our relations with you are good uh right now we like you is not state entity yet it tries hard to be one uh but i i believe that it's a great opportunity to create something like new singapore right on the edge between the two worlds west and eastern empires Maybe you can form your own empire, have Serbia join another countries. <laughs> Someone asks in the chat, is 5G permitted in Liberland? Well, we actually have 4G right now on, on most of the territory. So uh, we are connecting to the Croatian network. Uh, half of the territory is not covered, and I'm actually grateful for that because we have some global connectivity. Otherwise, we are mostly using Starlink. All right. Um, have there been... What were the the biggest articles? Uh, sorry, obstacles maybe to to the creation. Um, you know, what have been some of the biggest obstacles? And do you foresee any um, on the road ahead? Any potential difficulties? Or or for now, you guys are just um, trudging uh, forward. We're just going forward. You know, whatever it takes. Uh, uh, right now. We are very grateful for Croatians that they opened the borders. It takes us eight years to actually be able to access Liberland. 
But there was a huge resistance for any Liberlander to come even anywhere closer to Liberland. And then we had a major YouTube video. Nico Omilana, a famous YouTuber, actually decided to visit Liberland and he broke through the blockade in early spring. Uh, and it was a big video, 10 million views is quite a quite nice number. Um, he, goes, he got his ass kicked by Croatian police, so that wasn't the best PR for them. Uh, but then, you know, the other thing is they also joined Schengen, so they kind of lost the sovereignty over their borders. That also helped. And then the meeting with Milanovic, so all these things, three things basically merged into quite powerful opportunity to settle Liberland. That's what we did on 6th of August last year. So uh, right now it's up to us how we're going to utilize this opportunity. Yes, we have to deal with some crazy actions by Croatian border police and Croatian, Croatian forests. But uh, I would say that's the fun part of creating a country. And, you know, let me knock on the wood here because... We didn't have a, not just that nobody died in process of formation of Liberland, like with other countries, but we didn't have a single injury yet, which I'm very grateful for. And I'm talking about thousands of people visiting Liberland, helping in one shape or, or some shape or the other, but they usually are hundred percent protected kind of while they are in Liberland. Some people get into car accidents while you know, leaving Liberland, but that's the worst that we got so far. So I'm very grateful that, you know, we are extremely peaceful, loving people. We really are creating the country completely Gandhi style revolution. And we are just bringing more technology, more money, more great people to the whole region, to the region from which half million people actually left, mostly because of stupid regulation and half uh, and high taxes. There's another question. I, I think, I think they're being silly in the chat. Uh, now someone says, can I apply for intelligence czar of Liberland? But then they ask, will Liberland open an embassy in occupied Palestine? I think that's something, uh, you, you, the, this, the war is still going on. So nobody uh, we, even, we knows. actually do have office in Palestine. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not very active, uh, especially now, but there, there, we, we had a, uh, an office there and, uh, it was, uh, operated or still is supported by one of the wealthiest Palestinian families there. Uh, so I was there, actually met one of the ministers of Palestine as well. Um, and of course, the situation right now is not very nice, very difficult situation. And yes, the spot for intelligence officers is open, you know, but uh, our security service is quite secret. So you would have to probably go through me to find it. So what about firearms? Uh, I mean, again, you guys are in the process of developing this country, but um... What about rules for owning weapons? Well, ultimately, you should be able to hold as big arms as the police. Uh, but right now, we're really making sure that actually we don't we don't come into any direct conflict with Croatia. So the, our main point is to be completely, I would say, nice to them and also make sure that nobody's bringing drugs and firearms to Liberland at this stage of development. Kind of like Costa Rica uh, for the moment. They don't have a military um, and that sort of a thing and you know you've been to anarchapulco many times uh maybe to j just to get your thoughts for a bit on this idea of the whole great reset you know all of these crazy things that elites want to implement they talk about a world economic forum they want us to eat bugs uh j just what sort of your general feeling on some of these plans by the elite well, it, the, the, when the first day when we set at Liberland was probably 50 people with me uh that that stayed for the next day and uh and we when we counted the number of people that were that uh, got the vaccine right we came to zero 
it was funny. Like people in our non-vaccinated, only non-vaccinated people are starting new countries. Like it's there is zero. So that tells you something, right? And you know, I have a very nice book about global warming. By the way, it's uh, written by my friend Vítězslav uh, Kremlík, which you can find on Amazon. I've interviewed him on my podcast. Did you? He's awesome. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. I don't know. Maybe I hooked you up, or how did you get? To no, a couple years you? back, I've learned. I learned about his book. I bought it. I had him on my podcast. Oh, amazing! So, so it was actually me who paid for the translation. Okay, all right. <laughs> I can thank you now. Look at what a small world. <laughs> So his book about global warming is really nice. Uh, you know, actually, I, I yes, it was one of my things that I sponsored in my life. I felt it has to be in English. Um, so that that also tells you something about. But this is very undiplomatic. You know, I get to be kicked out of all these like elitist forums if I speak openly about my positions on global warming or vaccination as well. So I'm trying to not to talk about it too much and, and just focus on the country building instead and trying to find allies. And sometimes, you know, you, the people are there is like not like black and white, right? There are a lot of people that are gray, you know, they understand it's nonsense or, or, or it's kind of genocidal, but on the other hand, they survive somehow in the system. So I'm not judging people. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to just do the things right way and advise people to do the right thing. But otherwise, you know, we're still doing quite good despite all this oppression that is coming uh, mm -hmm. from these groups. All right, it's it's time for our break uh, again. The website Liberland L I B E R Land dot O R G. You can go there for more information. You can follow Vitz uh, and the Liberland uh, on Twitter X. Um, you'll find all the channels on the website. Feel free to drop in more comments and questions in the chats uh, or in my email. We'll be right back with his expert analysis and opinion. This is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. What a quinky dink! Nikki Haley had a record fundraising month in January. January ended last Wednesday, and last Wednesday was the day that Nikki was in Miami Beach meeting with a Democrat billionaire mega donor. Yeah, I'm sure those three things had nothing to do with each other. Right. I'll tell you something else that has nothing to do with anything, and that's Democrat politicians with R's after their name, like Nikki, like Chris Christie, like Lindsey Graham, like Mitt Romney, like Liz Cheney, Adam Kinziger, you know the type, and Republican values. And yet all of them claim that they are in politics to preserve and uphold Republican values. Now, if you want genuine Republican values, you've got to look at Donald Trump, at the America First agenda. You've got to look at what make America great again really means. It means a rising tide lifts all boats. It means prosperity for regular workaday people, not just elites whose values are more in line with Davos than with those in the Dakotas. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for today's News Talk TNT. The challenges our planet's animals are facing sometimes feel a bit heavy. The animals haven't eaten in a day, two days, they haven't drank anything, they're cold, they're dehydrated. As soon as we started our descent, Everywhere I could see was mud. Just absolutely mud. The country has been prolonged for drought so long. It was like a tinderbox waiting to go up. Okay, very heavy. Each of us wants to be part of the solution. And we can be. Remember that there's good happening right now. At home. All right, we were able to get into your unit and we have all four of your cats. So, uh... <laughs> okay. And around the world. For any animal in any disaster. 
So let's focus on that, right? Be part of the solution, one rescue at a time. Search ifa.org forward slash disaster ready. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, it's our final segment here with El Presidente Vit Jedlicka uh, of Liberland.org. And we were just talking before the break, great reset. And I'm just curious, have you ever been in, invited or had the ability to go to places like Davos or that sort of thing? Well, I go there almost every year, but I'm not going, of course, to the main event. I'm going to the side events. There is probably 20 good side events, and I usually speak at two or three of them. So I did again. We actually established the VNTR. It's like a venture capital club, a special chapter for Liberland. This year, when I was there, I had a fairly good interviews there with the media as well. So it was a great opportunity to meet some great people and and uh, basically spread the idea of Liberland. And I was very excited that Milay gave his speech. I don't know if you saw the, yeah. M- the Milay speech was really kick ass. I think I, I actually I don't know what I would expect that it was the most viewed a video from World Economic Forum. So let's give Klaus Schwab some credits for giving him the floor because, um, well, you know, I think it was a great platform to spread the message from. And it was first speech like that, right? It was this guy from Heritage Foundation that also kicked yeah. ass as well. But otherwise, I have never, I never heard anybody speaking sense out of World Economic Forum. So it was like a first year that somebody says something reasonable. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I would... Um stress that you know we have I'm, I'm not an anarchist like some of the people here and there's this idea right about great reset and new world order and you just have to go run to the hills and live in the bush and i'm like no you know again you know, i study diplomacy and you know just because someone attends davos um does not mean that they you know buy into that ideology there's different reasons to attend you know one of the reasons that i loved being a staff assistant at the eu and the un during my grad studies in geneva was to be able to get inside and see the belly uh, of the beast you know and so like you said before there's this gray area things are not so simple just because you see someone on some list doesn't automatically mean they're um the devil and especially if you're building a country like liberland you have to do this diplomacy um work and you said there's an anniversary uh coming up well, what's happening there well it's going to be the biggest gathering of liberlanders and we are literally kickstarting all these great projects in liberland uh, so we have a, a nice resort with three houses then there is adobe shaped buildings on the island we are uh, building the governmental building also very small I would like only a couple of bureaucrats to work there but it's in the center so it's exciting like physical stuff that we're doing but at the same time the whole blockchain the whole governance is is kicking off the first congress will be elected on 13th of april on the birthday of thomas jefferson the birthday of liberland at the same time we are going to elect the first congress of liberland and all the citizens can take part in that you know there will be initially seven congressmen only because we are not a big country but all the systems again running completely and we cannot have any uh, vote fraud because it's all private and public addresses. It's the same technology like Bitcoin, but just utilized for running of a nation state. And uh, it's also pretty cool if you're a congressman, you can lose your support from your voters anytime because it's on blockchain. So uh, you can they can decide to take it away from you and 
they can actually vote you out every three months, which is pretty, I would say, pretty cool as well. So we're trying to innovate on different levels, not just not just the technology of, of it, not just the dynamics, but also try to make things a little bit better than the, what they used to be. What is the the term for a president as well as for congressmen or, or, or senators? Well, we've got the we've got a system where the chairman of the Senate is the the president and president is more like a representative role it doesn't really have the active powers in the system uh, and basically the senate votes for for the, one of its senators as being the president and we have like five years terms uh, so and uh, so so presidency is a bit more stable but and i can be voted out uh, as a president by both Senate as well as majority of people. If majority of people stop supporting me as a president, they can do it in this public veto, which is a system which we took from Switzerland. It's a great system in which majority of citizens can get rid of any law or regulation directly, one person, one vote. Otherwise, all the votes are actually done directly with merits. So we've got a meritocratic society. The more you contribute to the society, the more votes you have. But that meritocratic kind of corporate structure that runs liberal and the Congress is being held both by the constitutional court as well as the Senate. And these two institutions or, or three institutions, the public veto as well, they make sure that there will be as little laws as possible. So one institution to make new laws and three institutions to get rid of them. Very uh, interesting. And I like, I like that you, um, you know, use as your um inspiration thomas jefferson and and all that sort of stuff i had a guest last friday michael barone where we talked about washington franklin jefferson and, and hamilton and uh mental maps of the founders uh, i think I, I saw i caught your presentation this week and you were talking about you're also building i think you're going to build a university well the the thing is that things in, in liberal and are private especially when it comes to medical and educational area right so we believe that the state and that's why we're kind of traditional republic we believe that the state should only take care of justice security and diplomacy leave the rest of the things to the private sector but i was very excited that we met this guy that has an online university and that he wants to move it to liberland so we will have an online university a first liberland online university coming to liberland very soon i think next week we will actually announce the partnership and it's kind of cool because no matter what kind of business you have especially if it's online you can just move it to Liberland, uh, you know, like, and it's a good PR as well because we will send out the uh, information, especially if it's some sort of new business to all the citizens. So we are, we are mark marketing wise, we're supporting new businesses coming to Liberland with a 700,000 people mailing list, which I think is a nice boost uh, and a great way to support the economy as well. I'll, you know, I had Curtis Stone, the urban farmer uh, on the program this week and you know he specializes in helping people get off grid choose different countries and there's a lot of people looking to escape to flee western tyranny tyrannies particularly um you think liberland would be a, a good place to go to escape from the new world order well well definitely right this is like complete antithesis to it right like the the, the idea that europe should be made out of thousand Liechtensteins, right the famous uh, idea um we are kind of following up that path. I, I really believe that people should have place to go instead of being locked by a global governance scheme in which the laws are everywhere the same, the taxation is everywhere the same. That's what I actually wrote my thesis on. The global governance was my major thesis and how, well, you know, the 
There is this famous quote from Lord Acton, right? Uh, the power corrupts and ultimate power corrupts ultimately. And this is the ultimate argument against the global government, because we know that the bigger the government is, the more power it has automatically, it becomes more corrupt. Yeah, I've I've interviewed people who are involved, uh, true believers. They believe in the UN and the world government, and they're now trying to reform it to create a UN parliamentary assembly. And they really believe in this. And, and what you just said is always my argument. Our national governments are so corrupt. Uh, you know, and any pick any country, Croatia, any European country, Mexico, Kazakhstan, where I used to live, at the at the local level, the municipalities, at the the, the state level, at the national level, they're corrupt. And so, how can you have a not corrupt global um, government? And any thoughts on? the the general states of like the economy the dollar uh bitcoin a lot of people are saying that the system is going to collapse any any thoughts on that well you know we for the fun of it we named our currency also dollar liberland dollar and it's already funny to see how the the two values are diverging on exchanges uh, we made it uh, actually according to the ideas by Milton Friedman that the, the central bank should be automated. There should be some automated mechanism. There should be no people deciding about the uh, inflation rate. So our inflation rate is adjusting according to the needs of the token automatically within some range. And uh, it's but the main thing is that there is a basically a limited number of of tokens right away, right? Instead of dollar, which you can I don't know, it was minted almost like thirty five percent of total supply just during COVID. Uh, in Liberland, it's impossible. The whole thing is governed by algorithm, which I think will will make a funny kind of story of of the, again the the dollar, the Liberland dollar, and the U.S. dollar completely diverging in its value. A any thoughts? Uh, we just got a couple minutes left. Um, um, you know, we're in this time of great change. We hear this talk of BRICS and multipolarity and the decline of the the, the Western Empire. Um, and any thoughts on some of these changes, like the global South and you know Russia, China coming together? Well, we really see what comes out of the next presidency in the United States. I think we could have a swing of the pendulum. We could see that with Javier Milley's election, we could have a similar stuff happening in U.S. Hopefully, uh, so you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of optimistic. Uh, of course, you know, we don't know what the what is going to bring us next year if another COVID or something like that crazy stuff that that has. I think it was kind of training what we had so far, but I, I believe, you know, it's very important to basically build the system as we see them fit. And if it's on the local level, you know, build a strong community that can withstand these crazy events, or if it's on a global level, like things like Liberland, it's really time to, to contract to this strong pressure on multiple levels and just secure yourself and your families with making sure that you've got enough friends in your neighborhood uh, or if you don't have then move to the place where you will have enough friends in your neighborhood that's uh that's a common um solution that my guests give you know community networking is uh, important we're about to run out of time a little over a minute left anything else that, that you think is important i think when i'm talking about this on our website there is also this list of diaspora villages of liberland so those are places which are really friendly to liberty you can see that there is a nice village in serbia which is right next to liberland if you cannot if you don't want to stay in liberland for now uh, we've got like six villages here in central america where liberlanders are gathering 
so it's kind of exciting to see that this 700,000 nation is getting together and building these amazing resorts and villages and hopefully also cities in the future. And the cool thing is that they're using our mobile app, for example, for security, uh, because we've got like Uberized police system for Liberland, but that you can copy all around the world. And that I hope they will also have the pleasure of utilizing the Liberland justice system instead of going into the crazy justice systems that are around the world. All right, we, we are out of time. That's the president of Liberland, Vit Jedlička. Website is liberland.org. I wish you, um, how do they say, uh, safe travels. All right.